Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie, and there's the noise of starting already. Today we have a special guest, my husband Travis. Hello, babe. Hello. And as I promised you guys, we're going to talk about the James Webb Space Telescope, and Travis is going to explain it all to us, and then we're going to talk about the effects it's going to have and the, the opportunities it's going to open up for us. So, um, before we dive into all that, I just want to say, um, I'm sorry for not being on last week. If you guys remember the last episode, I was talking about how I was sick. And it was just the sinus shit that I had been fighting since, like, last year. And how I didn't have COVID. Well, I was wrong. I have COVID. Had COVID. Um, <laughs> next morning, I literally woke up feeling like absolute shit. Went to work anyway. Because I thought it was just my sinus shit. And couldn't make it through the day. Left early. Took a test the next day. Came back with a faint line. And I told Travis, remember, faint line. When on pregnancy test, is pregnant. So, we went and took another one. And it was dark. So... I had COVID. I am positive, though, that mine was not as bad because I did have the vaccine, so it did help um, make it not as hard on me. But I just find it very fucked up that I lived with Travis for three weeks while he had it. Never got it from him, but I get it from a customer at work, so crazy how the world works. The kids ended up with COVID, too, so it was a whole situation, but yeah, um, we're back today, and we're doing the episode that I promised. Um, I'm really excited about this. So, okay, you guys know that the moon and the sun hold a lot of special meaning for us. And we get a lot of energy and powers from the sun and moon. Imagine what else we can get from whatever else might be out there. I mean, this stuff might blow our fucking minds. Because some of this stuff is things we can't even imagine. I mean, I know for myself, the solar system blows my mind. I mean, and Travis always been talking about space, like, forever. I mean, we've been together for 22 years. And it's literally space talk all the time it'll i'll literally be watching a video or something i'll be like hey look the jwst is doing this or we're at this stage and i'm just like oh my god so this man has been obsessed with this for years but there's so much more out there that we have no clue about and we're going to get some major answers and i think it's pretty phenomenal so i told you guys about our christmas morning and how we watched the launch like we literally paused opening presents to watch this launch it was awesome so um yeah so we're gonna answer all that let's go ahead and get the little intro out of the way and we will uh start picking Travis Brighton about the JWST very confused about this when Travis first talked about it because I was just like what the fuck's a JWSD like I had no <coughs> clue what he's talking about so because I didn't I'm and you guys may already know all about this so if you do I'm sorry we're just gonna kind of talk about it anyway okay so explain to us what exactly this is all right the JWST is the James Webb Space Telescope it's the predecessor to the Hubble right? and the Hubble was what went out like in yeah the, the Hubble went out late 80s early 90s something like that it's got an eight foot diameter mirror uh very powerful and discovered a lot of things like hubble deep field images uh able to look back 13.7 years wow and the jwst the hubble can only see in regular vision where the jwst would be able to see in pretty much everything even the infrared and thermal 
which would be able to look through molecular clouds and everything. See, that just blows my mind right there. Like, the whole concept of all of this is, like, mind-blowing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, when we talk... That's Sky playing with her ball. She's pissed because she can't be in here and part of the podcast, so... Um, when you talk about seeing back, we're talking, like, not, like, time travel, but seeing back in time in a way. Yeah, for the most part. Now, let me go ahead and get this out of the way. I'm not a scientist, but I've been studying about astronomy for over 20 years, easily, and obsessed with it. We make jokes uh, about his space notes. Yeah, I used to take notes. <laughs> I got books full of stuff I've written down. But anyways, uh, looking back in time, it is called, kind of like a time machine, because... For Hubble Deep Field, for example, they're looking back to the very earliest galaxies and the youngest galaxies when the universe began. So it's looking back 13.8 billion years ago, right? So like to the Big Bang, kind of. To the Big Bang, yeah. To the beginning. Where James Webb will be able to go further, they think. See, and that just blows my mind, and that's awesome, because there's so many things that we don't know about that's out there. And, I mean, everybody keeps talking about, like, the edge of the universe. You know, I, I hear people talk about that all the time, but we don't know what the edge is because we don't know what's out there. So this is going to help us to see more of what's yeah. out like, and maybe even find the edge. Now, where the Hubble has an 8-foot mirror, the James, the JWST is going to have a, has a 21-foot mirror. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it looks like a honeycomb, like the way it, they're yeah, set up. Golden, golden honeycomb. It's yeah. so cool looking because it literally reminds me of, uh, what are those, the, the cereal, the golden, yeah, golden honeycombs. crisps? Honeycombs. Yeah, yeah, duh, honeycombs. I can't believe this thought. So every time I see it, I get hungry mm-hmm. because I think of that cereal and then I feel like a dumbass, but that's literally what it reminds me of, but, but. it's it just blows my mind because I just keep thinking. So we have so much that we put into in our in our craft that we put into with the moon and the sun and Star the different moon. planets have such an impact on us with Mercury and retrograde and things like that. This is going to be a whole new playing field, like a whole so, new. Yeah, we're opening doors to everything, and whether you believe in God or you don't believe in God, this could ultimately. This the scientists said this is going to change the way we look at science and. I'm not trying to sound. I'm not trying to sound make this sound bad, but it says it could throw some problems toward religion, kind of proving different things here and there. But uh, you know, you talk about your witchcraft. You know, with the moon, the sun, the stars, and energy, the universe is full of energy, weird energy. You know, like uh, M theory, string theory, for example. They think everything on a very microscopic level like atoms they think that it's just strings of atoms vibrating with energy space and time it's kind of like when you put sand on top of a uh, metal sheet and they do the the different frequencies underneath sprinkle salt on top makes different patterns that's kind of like what the string theory does and that is so cool if you guys have never seen that there's videos on YouTube it's mind-blowing just to watch they literally just put sand or salt on a pan or a metal plate or a table or whatever and they have speakers underneath that are what put off different frequencies. Yeah, and it's just that it creates these patterns, just seamless patterns that are just fucking beautiful and it's mind blowing that it's like nothing is attracting that mm-hmm. to those areas. Like there's no magic, there's no like tricks, it's literally happening because of the, the frequency. Yeah. And I think that's so fucking cool. See, I hear you talk about witchcraft about energy and everything 
and I kind of get curious about that a little bit because you, what, I mean, it's right. Witchcraft, you guys can probably use energy and be able to harness energy because there's so much energy from the universe that goes through us every day when you step outside. There, you're being bombarded by billions of neutrinos that pass through your body. And once they pass through your body, they completely go through the earth and everything, but you're bombarded and it's creating energy. Everything creates energy, you know, and it's amazing. And it's all around us. And it's, it's just, to me, it's amazing to think about how, like, the moon has an effect on us. And, like, the full moon, for instance. So many women are sunk with the moon. So, like, I mean, I know there's a lot of, I used to be a new moon or now I'm a full moon or I start right with the full moon. And it's just crazy that little things like this have such an impact. I mean, mm-hmm. it's huge things, but... The, yeah, you're right. The moon has a physical impact on you. Like, the moon, it creates the high tides in the ocean, you know, with that gravitational pull it does. And it pulls on us as well. You know, we're not sensitive enough to notice that shift in gravitational field, but it's there. And, and if, it's an energy. You if know? our moon, just for our planet, because the moon is just for us, for Earth, obviously. If just our moon has that much impact on our Earth, our planet, think of all the different galaxies that we have no idea what's out there. What their moons might have on those other planets that are out there. I mean, there could be a whole other Earth out there. I'm not saying it's Mm going to be called Earth, obviously, but... And that's another thing JWST is looking for, is other planets like that. I mean, obviously this is not a, you know, a a show where we talk about, like, extraterrestrial shit, but obviously we're not alone. I mean, there's no possible way that we're alone. Absolutely not, yeah. Just, it's impossible. The universe would be a ginormous waste of space for just us. Yeah. I mean, if... I don't know how many people are familiar with the Drake Equation, not the singer, but it's called the Drake Equation, and if you look that up on YouTube, it'll explain to you how, what the odds are of life being out there. You know, like, just in our galaxy alone, there are billions of stars, I mean billions, and around, and they finally noticed that there was more planets than there are stars. So there could be a lot more habitable planets like ours in the universe just in our galaxy alone, let alone the entire universe with billions more galaxies full of billions of more stars. Right, and we have no idea what other galaxies we're going to come across while we're out there, because there could be more that we're going to see, right? Yeah, I mean, if you look beyond 13.8 billion years and go past what the Hubble's looking at, you might be able to see a lot more. See, so... He's going to do that for us. In my mind, say that... When we talk about the Big Bang and, and everything with energy, my mind pictures, like... Kind of like a dartboard, I guess, but like a 3D dartboard, I guess you would have to say. But anyway, like we are, like you obviously like you have the, um, well, yeah, I mean, I guess that was smart, but I'm talking about like the rings and the zones around okay. it. So in the middle, you would have like where the Big Bang originally started. Like the bullseye mm-hmm. would be like where the Big Bang originated, yeah. like center. As you move out, you have those rings where it's like a triple if you get it within that ring or a double if you get it within mm-hmm. the other and then so on and so forth. But... See, my mind, I picture, when I picture the universe, which blows my mind even try to do, mm-hmm. I picture as if we're in, like, one of these rings here. And I'll, I'll post a picture of the, the diagram I'm pointing to, to yeah. Travis, so you guys can understand what I'm trying to say. But So, say this is, like, the, the center, the hub, if mm-hmm. you will, of the Big Bang. And we are, like, right here. We're not that far out. I mean, maybe we're way the fuck mm-hmm. out here. I don't know. Yeah, we're distance. sort of middle explosion. So, say we're, like, right here. But on the other side, what if it's a fucking mirror... 
replica, like a mirror fucking image of us, like the exact same setup, only mirror fight is over there because we just split out and like everywhere around us is just one giant fucking like mirror type thing. There could be multiple universes out there. You know, there could be parallel universes out there. Oh, I believe that's that's the thing, you know. Alright, like the universe started out as a singularity. And when that singularity as a solid, dense, unimaginably dense point exploded, it created whatever we see, everything we see now, but expanding at a rapid speed. And a lot of people are like, well, how can something come from nothing? Well, it didn't. It started from a singularity. And they, re- they also discovered that the Higgs boson is what creates matter. So you can actually, yeah, you can pretty much create something from nothing in a way. They do that large... Hadron Collider in CERN. Right, and that's in Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah. But on the topic of you talking about parallel universes and other universes, that's another thing that scientists are boggled by because they don't know how consciousness works. You know? Like, how are we able to be here, see what we see, smell what we smell, experience what we experience, and have feelings? You know, that's pretty incredible once you think about it it really is i mean why are we like the chosen yeah. atoms that get to do this and experience it and feel it and they also think that the universe could be alive in a sense because panned out the universe basically looks exactly like the neurons firing in the human brain and it, it's remarkable how it's like it's crazy how much it resembles one another oh yeah and the tree of life it literally like what was that? It was something in the brain that reminded, like, it looked like that, too, or something. Like, our nerves and everything, mm-hmm. and our body and everything. It's just so crazy how so much of our <coughs> insides, like, our actual physical bodies, and the inside parts look like things from nature, like tree rings, the tree of life. Um, the universe, you know, our brains look like the universe in the... Uh, it's just fucking insane. Like, I can't think mm-hmm. of all the words, because it just blows my mind with all of that. But it just... I get sidetracked, though, when I start thinking about it because I can't help but think of all the energies out there and when we talk about the universe and parallel universes. So, you guys know our house is haunted. We talk about that all the time. You guys have literally heard all the sounds and the noises and things happening in here. So, this was on a YouTube video I watched several years back, but they were talking about parallel universes and the energies that we are... that are we're sharing space with not knowing that we're here because it's like two different realms like they think that we are ghosts in their world because they hear us they see us we move things and they're like well I don't remember just setting that there but it's there now because we moved it in our world and somehow it crossed over with their world and got moved in their world but we're both coexisting I Mm -hmm. hope this makes sense because I know how confusing it sounds but we are the ghost to them Whereas they are the well, ghosts to us, and we're we're in each other's spaces, even though it's different. And sometimes it kind of crosses over where they yeah. can hear them, we can hear them, and that's a whole nother thing that blows my mind when we talk about energies and connecting with um, the dead, and and it just makes me wonder: is it someone on the other side? And are we when we hear things and we're answering back? Are we the ones that are responding? to them and talking to yeah. them. I mean, it just that shit blows like, my mind right there. Our life that we are experiencing right now as we're talking could be a simulation. I mean, they actually thought that before. Because, again, they don't know what the hell consciousness is. Right. You know? Uh, their world could be a different simulation. You know? 
and maybe our worlds could well, not really collide, but uh, like co- coexist, yeah. and maybe be able to on different realms. Yeah, on different realms with different types of energy. Right. Again, everything comes down to energy. You have to harness energy to be able to work with different energy. Right, and we we talk about working with energy a lot, and how we're able to. One of the things that we talked about here lately was the energies that we get and of course there's a lot of negative energy in the world and we create our negative energy by taking the energy that we have and just our negativity towards it plus not considering the negative energy from outside forces but the negative energy and you have to deflect that sometimes you have to deflect that energy onto something else so in our world in the witchcraft world there are things that we do where we deflect the negative energy from us and we put it into another object so that we are not carrying it with us anymore and these kind of things like if someone were to find that in the other realm basically I mean because if we are coexisting and things fall through you know the weave I guess I I hope you guys understand what I'm saying I know it sounds very confusing but Travis understands because we've been together for so long that he gets what I'm talking about but if someone were to fall through that weave and then they open it on their end, it's more of like a like we're transferring the energy through realms. Yeah, kind of like and it's, somehow it's crazy tapping into the other parallel universe. Yeah, you know? it's crazy how energy works. Like uh, there's and you know people can look us up to get a better understanding on YouTube, but there are atoms that can actually communicate with each other. Uh, some atoms act different when being observed, and then when they're not being observed, they're actually different you know so when but, you say act different me observe just so because i know you've explained this to me before but i kind of my brain's just not working something like when i'm staring at sky and she's doing bad shit and she'll stop yeah, because we're kinda, looking at her and then she'll stop and do something like like yeah, so the atoms that. know they're being observed so yeah. they they react to that being observed yeah. and then go back to whatever but else when they also realize that uh certain energy can mimic one another whether they're an inch apart a foot apart a mile apart or light years apart they can instantly mimic one another instantaneously like they're like the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second where that would take for example it takes eight minutes for the sunlight to reach earth so if these things are light years apart they can instantly mimic each other without that speed of light barrier there that's crazy so that's breaking the laws of physics. That should have blows my mind right exactly. there. Exactly. I mean, it, all of this, when we talk about, like, space and how far out there it is, because it's really hard for our brains to imagine that. I mean, our brains are thinking, you know, things here are, are so small. I mean, I think about that video. I think it's, I don't know, I saw it last time on TikTok, but I know I originally saw it on YouTube. But it starts off with a girl in the field, and the balloon just goes up higher and higher and higher, until it's up and then it comes back down but it just gives you the perspective of how you know how small we really are clear out to the edge of the universe but if you think about that and then you look at like the crystals we have and you know i think you guys have all seen my little Mm -hmm. bottle of crystal chips if you think about how tiny that little bitty crystal chip is and how powerful that still is to us you mean that small and you think that that thing is like a fucking speck of dust from up above i mean Imagine how little we really are when you talk about we're sending this um, this telescope. How far out now? I mean, how far uh, is it right it's now? It's going a million miles. It would be actually be going 
past the moon and doing an orbit called L2. And it's 90% there. I think it's about 80, roughly 85,000 miles to go. But it's traveled all that distance, you know, and it's almost there. See, and this just blows my mind because I'm I'm almost kind of scared to see what we're going to find out. Like, when, what we're going to yeah. find when we get out there. Because what if it's... Obviously, nothing can prepare us for what we're going to see. I mean, but what if there are worlds out there that are like the fucking men in black shit? And no. I know that's fucked up, but also I don't think it is. I mean, again, we're not an extraterrestrial type of podcast here, but I believe, and I know I've told this before, I believe that there are aliens, I don't want to call them aliens, but there are, there are beings other other, out there. Yeah. Yes, and I believe that and some of it is already here. Yeah. And I believe that the government... Ooh, I spelled fell over. I... Well, I know that the government knows a hell of a lot more than they're telling us, Yeah, but, there's a lot of signals they receive that they still cover up. Oh, yeah. But I believe that they know... I mean, I know you guys are going to think I sound fucking crazy, but I know what I'm saying. But it is kind of like a men in black thing. I believe that they know there are, like, forms here, yeah. other, other lives here, that they're definitely covering up. Mm-hmm. But it also makes you wonder if that's not why... Like, everything is so controlled, and I don't know. I can just go on and on about how that whole theory just yeah, blows my fucking mind. pretty amazing. And but, it's just kind of scary, though, too, you know? Like, yeah. things that they don't fucking tell us. I mean, it's... They've been beaming out signals by radio, you know, and by television signals out for, what, 80 years now, 70 years yeah. now? And those are still traveling out there. Who knows who has, who has received them by now? And they've been also intentionally sending out signals to see what kind of feedbacks they got. And they have gotten a lot of feedbacks. Can't really decode some, and some are very short. Some are lengthy, but they are in a pattern, you know. Sometimes it turns out to be a supernova, you know, or a pulsar. It could be a signal, the, the radiation from a pulsar or a quasar or something. But sometimes it's a uniform pattern, so you never know it's intelligent or <coughs> Now, this is not off-subject, but it's changing a little bit. <laughs> I can't help but think of what, like, what type of crystals and stuff we could find from other planets. <laughs> I know Amazing this sounds stuff. dumb, but, like, okay, so you guys know that Moldavite is obviously, it, it's a meteorite from uh, the land in the Czech Republic yeah. fucking years ago. And obviously it's getting less and less. It's become more and more rare because so many people have gotten parts of it. Like, the little piece I own was, what, like 50 bucks for a tiny chip, but... What else is out there that we're going to find that's going to be very powerful for us? Because you guys all know how powerful Moldavite is. I mean, it is like a fucking tornado of emotions we've talked about. I want to know what others that we're going to find. I'm, that's what I'm excited to find. It's crazy how you talk about how much energy a crystal or a mineral or whatever gives off. Moldavite does give off a lot, right? Very much. And just think like a regular thing like amethyst, for example, is in under such extreme pressures and everything when it's being formed that's a lot of energy but the moldavite it was under some even more excruciating energy because it's a meteorite you know coming to the atmosphere at 80,000 miles an hour plowing to the earth you know and that's crazy there's a lot of energy there yeah and people think that diamonds are like the the most rarest and but diamonds are becoming like just Here's one thing. I know we're kind of off topic, but we're still not off topic because obviously it's a witch podcast and you guys know how I ramble. But the diamond industry created the rarity 
and importance and value of diamonds by making it sound like it was such a, a rare gem and that it was just so unique when it's not. I mean, there's so many fucking diamonds out there. The crystals that we use and collect and that we um, use in our craft, and especially like Moldavite, that's the rarity shit. I mean, yes, some of the crystals are obviously, like, quartz is kind of fucking everywhere, but, like, meteorite, why are, um, moldavite, why are, like, engagement rings not made out of fucking moldavite? And that's, like, the big thing, like, the, oh, my God, because that's the rare shit. Like, it's Mm -hmm. running out. Like, that would be what I want. But that just brings me to back to space because the, the moldavite came from this meteor, wonder what other cool shit was out there that we're going to come across. And all types of stuff. Unfortunately, it won't be in our lifetime, probably, before we're able to even harvest any of these gems from yeah. other planets that they find. But once we do this again, and, you know, once we go through life again, just think in, like, 50, 60 years when we're back here again, only in that, the future, a, yeah, we're going to have newer... That's another thing I believe in, too, you know, like... I said, everybody probably knows I'm not religious, you know. Yeah, they know we're atheists. Okay. Uh, but I do believe in our lives repeating themselves, you know, energy. I, I really don't think we should be buried in caskets, to be honest with you. No, I like the... See, I think... I don't that, want to be cremated either, though, because... No, yeah, know. no, absolutely not. No, but, I don't, and I want to keep my eyes. Yeah. Keep my eyes. But, like, when you get buried in the ground... And if you think about this, you get buried in the ground. If you're not in a casket, your body decays, you know, decomposes into the ground. And that helps grow plants. Animals come along, eat these plants. Our energy and nutrients is in those plants. It goes to their body. It goes, not to be crude, but their semen to create another animal. And that protein and energy is just keep cycling right after a while you would think that a lot of those atoms and even on a smaller scale corks would be in there to do this all over again and that's where we come up with like the deja vu and stuff yeah. because and that's a whole nother thing with deja vu because like, i know that we you and i have been down that road with things mm-hmm. but they have these pods now that you can be buried in and it's basically like a giant bulb like you would put and like you're planting on the ground like mm-hmm. a tulip bulb but you are encased in this pod and then there's like um, seeds and stuff, obviously, and a tree grows from you. That would be the coolest fucking shit yeah, ever. Yeah, it would be. I mean, it's green, and so it helps the, yeah. the universe and the world and the planet, all those things, but our energy could be... Trans... Yeah, and it could just continue on yeah. down the line, and so, you know, millions of years from now, parts of our energy are still going to be going because we're still using yeah. it, but back to the whole um, deja vu thing, so... I've talked about how um, Travis and I have been through this life together mm-hmm. before, and um, I've given you guys a little, I mean, I haven't went in deep with it, but Travis and I believe fully that we were together in California, and that we went through a horrific mm-hmm. accident and died. On the beach. On the beach. Yeah. Um, that's where his petrifiedness of the ocean, of the ocean. Yeah. yeah, he's petrified the ocean. <laughs> I have a total fear of being enclosed and being, like, drowned. I mean, mine's just, like, a combination of things. So, I feel like I might have been stuck and drowned or he drowned out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe got eaten by an animal or something in the ocean. I'm not 100% sure. But I know that we have done this before. Yeah. I know that we and were together there. When you say that, that also reminds me of how I think we've done this live in California also is because I'm a big Motley Crue fan. 
right? It really has nothing to do with it. But I was reading the Motley Crue book and they were showing pictures out in LA, in California, back in the day, right? And like the street and the curb on the street and the way the cracks were in the street looked so familiar. Yeah, I remember so, you showing that yeah, to me. Yeah, so I went back and started looking up older pictures from around that area and like from the 50s and I was looking at these around that area still and the storefronts and everything just looks so familiar it's like deja vu all yeah like we've been there like we have been there so I've never been to California yeah I mean when we were in Phoenix we always because we love the free area I've told you guys we always said we were going to go to California we were literally two hours from LA and we just never went which I still kick myself in the ass for that but maybe it's a good sign we didn't yeah no shit we might have had like (laughs) some major like brain fuck thing happened but no I I believe that the deja vu that we get all the time is from our past lives or past and it, it could be from any little thing it could be from any one of our past lives where we just have this memory of we see something that triggers that memory from that lifetime and it's weird because we Trav and I will be sitting there and we'll see something on TV or online or something and we'll both have this deja vu about the same mm-hmm. fucking thing crazy that we've never talked about so it's very fucked up but you guys know how I, I believe about soulmates and and things like that and you guys know how I feel that Trav and I have been connected forever and that we were meant to be through this I, I feel like the universe brought us together hardcore and, and that's just it's fucking crazy it's pretty neat but, but uh we're uh let's, this is a good time for a little ad break we'll go ahead and take the ad break and then we'll be back in a minute This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And we're back. He did such a great <laughs> job, didn't he? I'm so happy. Now, um, that, that's my signature. So, no, this whole, the James Webb Space Telescope, it's been going for, like, like building for quite some time. Like, yeah, many, many years. Because you were getting, I told them how about 20 years. angry you were the multiple times that they changed the launch date. Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> but it was on Christmas, and it was a great Christmas. It really was. I mean, it was special because the kids were all here, and... Everybody just paused because we were waiting, and we figured it was going to be like a... Many delays that day. Yeah, all day thing. And then all of a sudden, Travis goes, oh my fucking God. Yeah. And it was just going, everybody just paused and just watched the screen and all. Like, nothing was was said. shaking when it went off. It was crazy. (laughs) But they've been building it for like, what, 20, 25 years? So, explain to us all the things that went into this. Like, you were telling me about the different... Not like, I don't need to go into full, like... But the many pieces and everything that had to go perfect for this. Yeah, like, it got up there. And the rocket launch was one of the things that was nerve-wracking because you all know rockets, you know, they blow up and everything. But uh, it got up there. And once it got up there, it started to deploy, which it's got, like, 300-some actuators that have to go perfectly right without anything malfunctioning. What is an actuator? Like pneumatic things, uh, gotcha. you know, okay. mechanical things that's got to open up, unfold, unravel, you know, deploy, all that stuff. And there was like 300 different things that had to 
perfectly go flawlessly for the mission to go good. That's scary alone. And, yeah. yeah. So it was very nerve wracking. Not that it's holding a breath. But it's like, almost oh there. So, this thing was built in America, mm-hmm. and then traveled to Europe mm-hmm. to launch. So, that right there is, like, crazy, because mm-hmm. there's so many things that could happen on a boat or a plane. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, did it, ha- did it go on a boat, boat or a plane? Boat, yeah. No. There was a lot of parts where it was military escorted. Oh, secret. I do remember yeah, seeing that, yeah. secret, so nobody would sabotage it or anything. Right. Uh, now, there are multiple countries working on this, or no? Yeah, there, there was many. Europe, you know, they were involved, and France, and everyone, so... So I know we've got a lot of listeners from from those different areas, and but it's gonna see some incredible stuff out there. I'm incredible. super excited. I, I mean, I just—it's scary. Like the whole concept of space and the universe just blows my mind because mm-hmm. for many years I literally thought it was just our solar system. I mean, because that's what we're taught in school. You, we we yeah. weren't taught that there were other galaxies and other things yeah. because we're in Indiana, which is still part of the Bible Belt, even though it's like and higher up. But you're right in school. You learn just the basics. And when I got out of school, I actually started studying this on my own. You know, I started out the library, you know, before they had internet. And you learn so much more. And I've been studying, like I said, over 20 years studying. And the more you know, the more terrifying it gets. Oh, yeah. Like, it'll scare the hell out of you stop and think long enough. I remember many times when you've been, like, doing research or stuff, you would stop because you got yourself scared. And it's, to me, it was like... It's terrifying. What the fuck are you talking about? But now that I think about it, like, it is very terrifying to think yeah. about space and all that vastness and the black holes mm-hmm. and, and dark matter and things we know nothing about. Yeah. I mean, it just... If you sit long enough and think about life, it'll scare the shit out of you. Not really just about the universe, but, like... Again, like I said earlier, you know, if you just stop and stare and think and wonder, out of all the things that had to come together to be alive, first off, is incredible. And if you think about how fortunate you are as an individual to be able to, like I said, hear, see, smell, experience, think, just I mean, just to be able to experience this world and what you're living in is it's mind-blowing to me. Incredible. I mean, I have a hard time visualizing this without, like, <coughs> visual aids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, when I was sitting here the other day talking about it, when I was talking, actually, on the podcast about the, the DWST going out, I looked at that, um, what is that even called? A um, tapestry. Yeah. And it's, it, but it is, it's, I'll post a picture, but it's just, like, three moons, or, well, there's moon phases with stars mm-hmm. around it and everything. But I was thinking, like, okay, we are, like, one tiny little speck way over here, we have no idea that any of these other ones even exist. Yeah. But it's also terrifying to look. If you guys have ever seen those videos, and it's like all over TikTok and obviously YouTube, and I'm pretty sure I've seen it on Facebook where it starts off and it shows you like the Earth and then it pops up to like our sun and it says, you know, X amount of Earth's fit to the sun and blah, blah, blah. And then it gets up to these giant fucking planets that literally make our fucking giant stars. Yeah. yeah they that, like. Make us look like a fucking grain of salt. Like Alpha Centauri and Beetlejuice, uh, Pegasus 51, a lot of them, like you can fit millions of our suns into those. And we can fit how many? One million Earths into our sun. And then you can fit millions of our suns into those. That is mind-blowing. Like, my brain cannot even, like, contort that. Like, it just doesn't happen. I can't make it work. But, you know, it's, it's fun talking about this. And it's even cooler being on your podcast talking about this because your witchcraft and 
the energies of universe just go together. Oh yeah, like um, crazy. And that's amazing. what we, you know, I always talk about this, but I think we're a perfect match. I think so many things had happened in the universe for us to come together so many times, yeah. but it's like it perfectly happened multiple times. I mean, everything's amazing. Some force made you hit me with that loaf of, or with that roll of paper towel in the store that day. <laughs> Still crazy. But I mean, everything had to be perfect, like the timing and every little thing. Yeah. But I truly believe, and I've told you guys, my listeners, this a million times, we were brought together for a reason. I don't know what that reason is yet, but we were. Everything is for a reason. So the next time you're driving your car, audience, and you stop at a stoplight, and you think the light is taking too long, that could be for a reason. Yeah. I mean, just think of so many things. There's so many things that don't happen because of something that happens. I mean, it's a domino effect. Yeah, and I'm not saying that because of a religious aspect like God is telling you to. You know, I don't know if any of you are religious or not, I don't know. And nothing against anyone that is. But I'm saying on a universal consciousness level, you know, that light could be holding you up a few seconds longer for to save you. Maybe to meet someone in the future, you never know. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy the little things that happen because of, you know, little hold up or something like that. And it just every it just blows my mind trying to put it all together. And then, of course, in our world, the crafts world, there's so many things that we manifest and that we create, and then we get mad because we got stuck in traffic or we got stuck behind, you know, a train or stopped by a train or, you know, it rained that day. But maybe it's to help us meet what we're manifesting maybe mm-hmm. these meet elements the demands of what you got to yes yeah. what we're trying to manifest these inconveniences are mm-hmm. what's helping to make this happen i mean maybe you are late and running five minutes behind so you can be in this exact spot yeah. at this time and to see things and it's just crazy it's, you know and that's what also is cool about witchcraft versus religion because Again, I'm not religious. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But witchcraft is about energy and everything else. And it just makes so much more sense. You know, because it's you're actually on the realm of things. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's different than that. Where religious is making extraordinary claims. But, you know, that's not like that. Right. I mean, you guys we, are working with what's actually here. And that's the thing yeah. that's, you know, witches get such a bad name because of TV shows, which, I mean, we all love mm-hmm. the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and um, the craft and things like that. But And a lot of people probably stereotype it, too. Right, so. and that's the thing. Like, a lot of people think, oh, well, she says she's a witch. Well, she thinks she could fly. No, we don't think we yeah. can fucking fly. <laughs> so I'm going to jump off my house with a fucking umbrella yeah. and be like, oh, I'm Mary Poppins. Let me pull down. That's just mm-hmm. not what it is. But we get stereotyped into that. I mean, you guys are more about what? Nature and energies and all that Yes, and all... I mean, it's... We're... And healers. Like, a large part of us are healers and um, sensitives. And uh, we've been working on opening our psyche more. Yeah, and that's another thing is psyche and sensitives. You're working with energy that you have. Like, when I feel an object and I can hold... And I can attest to the dog tags and then... Mm -hmm. um, I held the bayonet the other day. We still didn't do a full reading on it because I was still weak energy. The dog tag blew me away. But it's, it's just, you you close your eyes, you hold that item, and it's amazing because it's like that energy goes through that item into your skin and absorbs into you, and you feel it like you're there. And then you could tell what happened or what was going on or what what meaning it has. And it's crazy, and it, it drains the fuck out of you, too, when you do it. Like, 
that shit is draining. Like doing the, the readings and stuff. I always do a yearly reading for us as a family with my tarot cards and um, with everybody being sick and everything going on. I didn't do it on New Year's like I normally do, so I did it um, the last week actually after I started feeling better. And it, so I did ours, and then the kids came over the next day, and I did theirs, and it was so fucking draining afterwards. Even though it was just a literal, simple reading, it just went all the fucking See, hell after that. I would like to ask your audience a favor. Yes. And obviously, I don't have to do it, but if you're a witch, go to YouTube, a legit YouTube channel, and not once, but maybe two or three times, look up stuff along as the lines of quantum entanglement and anything universe-related. And do it three times, because the first time you'll be like, oh, this is boring, kind of sucks, you know, because it can be boring, <laughs> but it's interesting. But if you do it three times, you're going to get a little more into it. It's going to allow you time to be able to hear more and, and kind of get into it more. And it's going to blow you away how related this is. It's crazy. I mean, our, and I think that's why you and I are able to have such in-depth conversations about things, even though we're on two different levels of our, you know, what mm-hmm. we are into, but because they are so entangled together, I mean, you mm-hmm. can't have one without the other. You, the energy and the universe just go together. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that you are so into that and I'm so into this yeah. and you felt drawn to that since you were young. Yeah. I've been drawn to witchcraft since I was young, and they collide so it well. Does. I it mean, really does. you know, quantum entanglement, uh, string theory. You know, that's another thing to look at. Uh, how the consciousness works. That's it, it. All goes together, man. It really does. And we always make jokes about you know glitching the matrix and shit, but when we're talking about the simulation and stuff, it it does make you wonder, like. I don't know. I have so many That's questions when it comes to that the shit. The simulation, people need to go watch the Neil deGrasse Tyson video and about him talking about us living in a simulation. The point it'll, in the eye, yeah, it yeah. kind of makes sense. You're thinking, uh, simulation's kind of weird, but when you think about it, it kind of makes sense. So I've always told Travis this story. When I was little, I was obsessed with Barbies. I think I've talked about that before. I had like a hundred and some Barbies. Like I had every Barbies in the rock, Barbie in the Rockers, had all of them. I had Jim. Mm-hmm all of them but when I was little and I would play with my Barbies I always imagined that I was the doll and that giants were playing with me and making me play with toys I know it sounds stupid but like I was the Barbie they were playing with me and make me play with yeah. but that's what I thought when I was little I'd sit in the family room because I always brought all my Barbies to the family room dumped them all out I had two kitten dolls so he had to have multiple girlfriends <laughs> they, they shared it was fine they were never there at the same time anyway it was crazy because I always imagined giants were making me play with my toys. Mm-hmm. It's just weird, I know, but it just makes you wonder. And like Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know obviously it's like a kid's cartoon, but it's those little things that make you wonder. If like when we go to sleep, is that when the giants are out and they don't know, the, or like the simulation people, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. it's fucked up, and I know it sounds stupid, but if you start to think about things, you can just make take little parts from them that all start to make sense after a while like bits and pieces from everything and I think that's part of our whole like and just like you guys meditate right right uh it's kind of like meditating if you just stop for a while 
and meditate, I guess you would call it meditating like a scientist would or an astrophysicist would. So there's different Kinda, things there. Yeah, I mean, well, the only thing I'm saying is like not meditating, but I'm saying like just take the time to stop and think of how consciousness works. You know, so that's think what I call how, ultimate you know, meditation. Because so, medi- not to like interrupt you, no, but no, no. so meditation is, is when you sit and you you have to create an environment first mm-hmm. that's calming, but you clear your mind complete blank no thoughts whatsoever that is very hard for a lot of people to achieve so we do a lot of us do um what i call alternate meditation where you sit you should create the same environment the same sitting pose whatever but you focus on a specific thing not really focus but you you get that thought in your head Mm -hmm. and then you let your mind just go free and and see where it goes with that thought out of your body yeah i mean it's kind of like taking um actual projection mixed with meditation and but you just let your bot your mind wander so you get like a specific topic so you like put yourself in the middle of like the field and have yourself watch going up and then floating to all of these different places above and as far out as you possibly can imagine you're gonna get stuck because our minds just cannot imagine that that vastness there i mean it's just we just can't but people who are more into it like you could probably imagine it way better than i could what's out there I've never tried it. my brain just does not allow me to go past like and even the whole concept of our galaxy you're probably thinking of worrying about work mind. too much <laughs> probably you guys know that's always an issue but but it is though i mean i have i have a hard time meditating with complete like complete blankness i just it i can do it but it's not easy and it doesn't last very long all that stuff is very interesting though it is though because like you i some of my best ideas come to me when i'm doing the alternative meditation where i'm just literally and like i always tell everybody you don't have to everybody's different there's no wrong way to be a witch you've heard me say that a a million times so like i don't just sit on the floor and you know with my legs crossed and my hands out going oh (laughs) i will lay in my chase here in my room and just close my eyes and just let myself just go and it's amazing where your brain goes because I've come up with so many ideas and um, that's where I got the whole concept for mood theory which you know your mood creates and manifests your future so if you change your mood like even if you're in the most pissed off mood because of something if you change that it will change everything around you and it changes your perception of everything it's that one little change that you know fuck we're broke okay we're you know we're fucking broke we're screwed but if you change that to you know we don't have to worry about going to the store we don't have to worry about going downtown we don't have to worry about doing this or that it's that little change just taking a 180 from just any little thing and changing one part of it and like turning the key and it changes everything about it like everything becomes different yeah. yeah but you can it's so much more than that because the snowball effect your attitude and your mood and your actions affect everything around you like the butterfly effect everything you do has a reaction so if you change if you don't say you're in a bad mood because you work well then you're going to be pissy and people around you are going to encounter you you're going to be sad they're going to bum out and if you're come in contact with the empath that's going to bring them down then that's going to bring other people down i mean it's literally just giant fucking snowball effect but if you turn that into one little turn and you make a positive out of it, not only are you going to be happier, the people around you are going to be happier, and someone else who may, you may encounter who may have been contemplating suicide that day could see you happy and, and change, and change it. Like I mean, it's, it's just crazy, that one little thing, but that's 
or the the whole theory of mood you know moon magic came up with in my brain it just it clicked that day and that's why i'm always constantly on you to look at the bright side of things but you're more of a realist about yeah i mean you have a hard time with doing the realist parts of it but it just makes such a fucking difference when you're able to (coughs) long covid cough But yeah, this is fun. I, I think, uh, here. and I, I really think a lot of people were probably didn't know as much about the JJ Bustee because it was it hasn't really been in the news like it should. I mean, a lot of things aren't. I got they just keep bringing up the same stuff that's you know yeah. To a lot of things, I got like but. one CNN <laughs> alert about it. That was it. It's like what yeah. the fuck. I mean, but it's almost to its rendezvous point and it'll be up and going few months. I'm excited to see what comes about now. It will yeah. be a few months where we get pictures or we get, what, what, what will we get? What's the next step? Well, they're going to look for a lot of different things. They're going to test out on a lot of different things. Uh, obviously, they're going to do another deep field where Hubble did an ultra deep field and that's looking way just maxing it out what they can do. They're going to do that with that eventually and it'll probably blow us away. Uh, in fact, a long time ago, and I've tried to look at stuff on YouTube, but I can't find it, but a long time ago I read that when the Hubble was doing the deep field, there was another deep field image out there where they saw a very orange faint line out there. It just one orange... Like, like a horizon. Like, almost. almost like a horizon of something. Hmm. All the way around the universe. And they, they don't know what the hell that is because the Hubble's already maxed out doing the Hubble deep field, but... Plus, there's also, you know, different gases in the way, but JWST will hopefully be able to solve that mystery. Maybe it's like our equator. It could be, You know be, what I mean? Like yeah. the equator of the universe. It, or it could be universes rubbing up against this universe. I, who knows? It just blows my mind. Like, the whole concept of all that blows yeah. my or mind. I just, just can't It could just be background mind. microwave with your radiation. Who knows? And but, not to microwave, you cook your, your hot pot. Yeah, yeah, one of those. <laughs> The longest time every time you talk about microwaves, I was like, you're talking about like actual microwaves, yeah. and I'm like, oh, just picture in my mind a bunch of microwaves floating around in yeah. space, and then it was, it's whatever. But I, I think it's really cool. I'm glad that it's finally up there because number one, I don't have to hear you talking about how pissed off you are that they postponed it mm-hmm. one more time. I mean, it's going to solve a lot of mysteries for everybody. You I'm know? excited. Um, it's going to solve a lot of mysteries for the atheists, you know. I mean, it's going to solve a lot of mysteries for astrophysicists, scientists, you know everybody. It could even alter things about your witchcraft. Maybe they oh, find sure. something new about energy and you're like, hey, that makes sense now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm really excited to see what other um, like planets, stars, whatever, and elements that are out there because to, it's just so, you know, we have all the crystals and different things, they all have different properties, but what other planets like that's what I want to find out like when Mars gets colonized or whatever they plan to do or like I just want the rover up there whatever is up there right now to send me back one just one rock like (laughs) it doesn't have to be a pretty one just bring me one rock back well I mean they've already talked about how uh, I don't remember what planet it is but they think the whole thing inside actually could be compounded of diamond so it's kind of like a geo the whole planet's a damn geo pretty much a damn diamond yeah I mean geode full of diamonds that would be cool yeah. I mean but that makes them less rare than ever but whatever as the far as the universe goes you know, we are full of energy you know our solar system was made by a, a supernova a star that exploded and then all the dust 
particles and the rocks all came gravity took its toll came all together and they kind of like gone into a tumbler and becoming like spun into well, a perfect no. i mean it, but kind of well, yeah sort of but well, it became it all, a spiral yeah, yeah it all it all clumped together forming all sun you know it created nuclear fusion and created our sun all the remnants around it clumped together creating our planets and everything right like but um, we are made out of particles of that supernova Right, so we're like made out of the same elements. We that really are, space. are, yes. Oh, like carbon, iron. Carbon zinc, is everything. literally in everything. It is, but like everything. And right. All of that came from that supernova that day in the universe. See, that stuff just is crazy. I mean, it created everything here. And when the Earth, early Earth started getting bombarded by meteorites, and ice started melting, creating liquid water. It was like a petri dish, you know, carbon, zinc, iron, everything came together to create life. I know it's a stupid question, and but it's still along with it. I just, I just keep picturing when we get out there and we get like really far out, we're gonna like find some different color, like discover. So wouldn't that color. be? I thought about that before. Wouldn't that be amazing? It would because our brains cannot comprehend that. another color I've no we just cannot yes, i've literally tried to sit and think of a color that i have never ever no i'm talking talk like a Not a shade, shade of, yeah i'm talking a whole different primary color you can't do no it. you can't and that would be amazing to find yeah that would be fucking like fantastic yes that would be amazing what is the planet that rains diamonds uh, there's a couple out there. Are you talking exoplanets or in our solar system? I don't. It's, it's in our solar system. I don't even remember. But it's yeah. just like little things. Like to me, my brain can't comprehend that. But yeah, I can picture it. But I believe it's Venus that rains acid. Yeah. But a color, like trying to imagine a color that we've never seen, is just yeah. I can't. My brain just won't not. It's crazy. Do it every time I try. I go to some shade of pink. It's yeah. fucking weird, but because of some shade of pink. But, like, I don't know. I just think it would be so cool if it could, like, find a different color. Or what if it was, like, an entire planet? What if? You can tell me entire because my brain's doing that rambling thing. What if? So, say that, you know, because we don't really know where the Moldavite um, asteroid came from or mm-hmm. meteorite came from. What if it was a chunk of a planet that came off and there's a whole planet of meteorite out there? Or not really planet, like a star well, or whatever. Hell, a lot of them formed basically in early ages, but yeah. right. Wouldn't that just be cool if like a asteroid had hit that? Like planet, that's why a giant they, one that that's came how off. they solved the mystery of the moon hitting the Earth because we have a lot of the same materials. You know, another planet kind of as they were orbiting the sun, ascended the Earth, early young Earth, and the just collided and basically a big chunk of the remnant came off and that created our moon. So we have very common similarities with materials, properties between the, the Earth and moon. Yeah, that's why we have felt like such a kinship with yeah, the moon. We but feel as like, far you know, as the other planets, it's hard to tell what's on there. Right, because like, like the moon is like the mother, the goddess, you know, and the sun is the, like, the father, you know, the, the god, but the, the moon is just for me... It's amazing. And I've told the... I've told that listeners this before the story about how I thought I was special when I was little and the moon followed me everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But I mean I've always been drawn to it. Like I always thought that like we had this special connection on the moon and I like I followed because you know it still does follow me everywhere I go guys. I mean I, I'm still still think still there's special. a little more I, I think there's more <laughs> to it. You know we need to do a little more investigating but everywhere I go the moon follows me. I just feel 
But no, when I was little, I really thought that I was like the chosen one or yeah. some shit. But it's fun being on here, explaining all this to your it's, audience. It's fun to talk. It's, it's not it's just me talking cool. to myself all the time. But um, no, the moon just has such a powerful pull, and it's like I can tell different like moon phases by how I feel. Like a full moon, I just feel some type of way that I can't even explain because it's not like. You know, everybody, like when I worked at the hospital in registration years ago, you knew it was a full moon because all the fucking weirdos came in. Like, yeah. fucking clockwork. Russell Applegate was in there every full moon. Yeah. Everyone. And it's like crazy because the ER is always full of fucked up shit. And everybody would always say, oh, it's going to be a full moon. You know, it's going to be yeah. fucked up night. And the cops say the same thing. But you can feel it. You can feel that pull and that energy. Mm. And there's just something just, mysterious yeah. about the moon that she's just beautiful. Just beautiful. Just imagine if we were living, you know, several million years, say 65 million years when dinosaurs were roaming here. Just think if we lived then, you know, the moon was so much closer to the earth. No, because the moon so cool. moves away about an inch or two a year. Right. Millions of years ago, it was so much closer. Can you imagine the pull? Of that moon. Can you imagine how beautiful that would have yeah, been, too? Gravitational field effect of that going around. That would just be amazing. That's... The tides were chaotic back Oh, then. I'm sure. They had to be fucking crazy. That whole concept of the the tides and everything with the moon's chain. I mean, that's just... Yeah. Right there shows you the power of the moon and the energy from it. and It's amazing. I just... I, I don't even really have the words for how much it just... What else is amazing is looking at it through a telescope. Oh, yes. We got some beautiful, beautiful views. Travis has a very awesome telescope, and we actually need to get them back out again. Like, you can literally see craters inside of craters and seeing the shadows cast it off of different mountains and stuff. It's incredible. We need to find a way to hook it to the computer, because every time I try to put my eye in the piece, because I take my glasses off. It's hard to do. At the time, I got my contacts back now, but... I'm not fast enough. By the time my eye gets in there and actually finds the piece, mm-hmm. then the moon's out of the picture, and I got he's got to adjust it. Yeah. So he gets to look at the really great pictures because he knows how to adjust it. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, God, I mean, with the earth hey. spin and the moon going around, it's really hard to keep that because you're looking so close, it just it gets out of your Right, but if we had it on the computer or hooked to the computer, we could literally just record turn it, it with it and record and it. Show your audience. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's just breathtaking. We even tried to put my phone through the hole so that we can take a yeah, video and picture, but... We did get some good pictures, yeah. though. I mean, it was really cool. Every, everything all about this is amazing, really. Yeah. It just, if you know, you think about the different, like I said, the the planets, they impact us. You know, your your rising sign and your moon sign and all these, and all the different planets have different things. Your, your houses, which I know you don't understand the first thing about astrology. Yeah, no, and I don't I, I've flat out told everybody I'm not that great with it. Um, Mackenzie Schmidt is going to come on and be a special guest. Actually, I need to set a date with her, and she's going to mm-hmm. talk to us about astrology and explain all of it. I have the book over there, but it's it's a, it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Uh, if you guys don't have your birth chart, you can go to Astro Cafe online and you just type in your birthday, your time of death, or time of death, your time of birth, <laughs> whoo, your location and everything, and it will um, just give you, it'll totally pop out your birth chart and it's completely free, but it's so cool because if you look at it, all those different things will will really, um, will really tie together and it's just super cool to, to go through and to uh, figure out how you fit into everywhere and, and where everything was when you did it, but that's another part of it. Um, this is we're wrapping up here. 
the time of birth and everything and all of that like the everything aligns perfect like the planets of and everything just aligns with the moon and the stars and the sun and everything to make these beautiful constellations in the sky and everything's happening for that reason like there's a specific reason with that and i really think and hope that the uh wst is able to answer a lot of those questions yeah, for us so. answer so many things for us it's i think it's gonna incredible. be awesome so we'll have to keep your audience updated yes yes well this has been a, a fun episode i gotta say yeah, it's always you know fun. not just talking to myself so that's <laughs> that's awesome um as always if you guys have any questions or suggestions or just need someone to talk to um, you can reach out to the basic witch 2020 at gmail.com and don't forget if you guys have anything to post in the group go ahead and, and submit it or if you're not in the Facebook group it's called the basic witch um, it's the one with the green banner the purple banner one is going to be shut down because that was just our backup one um, it's going to be archived and if we ever have to reopen it if something happens to this group it'll be uh, reopened but uh, send me your suggestions for what you guys want to hear. We will definitely have Travis back on again because this was fun, and I think that he can it's answer a lot fun. of cool questions for us. So, I'm just, um, I'm, thanks to the audience. I hope I didn't bore you too much. I think they liked it. <laughs> Plus, he's super cute. You guys don't get to see him. Oh, we need to get. So, I'm going to start getting the video series set up soon. I'm telling you guys, though, you're going to be really like disappointed because it's literally just me, me sitting here playing with my rocks while I talk to you guys. So. It's not going to be that fun, but you guys might like to watch, look at my room, and who knows, you might see an orb or a spirit behind me, because, you or know. Or sky. Or sky, yeah, because <laughs> she'll join in, but <laughs> I think it's funny, though, just to add in real quick before we end, the noises were kept to a minimum today because Travis was in here, but they will tell you they hear fucked up noises every time, oh, I all the time. things popping. But then they yeah. never do that near as much as when we're just sitting and out there. And that's why I looked back earlier. Before break, because I I know I heard some right. Oh yeah, me, but it it's constantly like a in sound. here. Yeah. There's always something going on in here. Yeah. And normally we have the loud ass truck. Mm-hmm. We don't know who it is, but almost every time I record, a loud ass fucking truck drives up the road and make crazy. a guest appearance. So, <laughs> as always, guys, thank you so much. Love you all. Bless be, and I will talk to you all later. Bye.